shout for him. Amen. Why? Because it's his party. Amen. It's his party. Turn with me, if you would, uh, to the book of 1 Kings. God has given me two different directions, and I thought, Lord, I surely you're not going to make me preach them both, are you? He said, just follow me. Uh, We'll just follow him today. I don't know who's in the building. I don't know what you have need of. He does. Amen. So, listen as we read the Word of God. Teresa, take us to 1 Kings chapter 17. All of us know this old story. Probably you can quote it better than I can. You can probably tell me better than I can, but this is where the Lord's starting us out at. Now, I'm going to read it uh, out of the NLT version. Uh, well, I would have. 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 1. When all else fails, because of the old iPhone. <laughs> While Tracy's getting it up, I'm going to go ahead and start reading. Now Elijah, who was from Tishba in Gilead, told King Ahab, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, the God I serve, there will be no dew or rain during the next few years until I give the word. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Go to the east and hide by Kareth Brook, near where it enters the Jordan River. Drink from the brook and eat what the ravens bring you, for I have commanded them to bring you food. How many of you know we serve a God that even the Amen. birds are listening to? Amen. 
even the birds. But you and I won't listen. You and I won't be obedient to the birds will. So Elijah did as the Lord told him and camped beside Kirk Brook, east of the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat each morning and evening, and he drank from the brook. But after a while, the brook dried up, for there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. Then the Lord said to Elijah, now this is what I love. Not too long ago, you heard me quote this, that Travis's grandmother said the Lord told her one day down there in the hospital, okay, I'm already walking for tomorrow. <laughs> they all can't do that. Amen to that. No. No. Then he said unto Elijah, Go and live in the village of Zephyr, near the city of Sidon. I have instructed a widow there to feed you. Now this is what I love. I want you to follow me if you can. We're going to read on down here. This widow don't have a clue what he's talking about. But God is already in her future, walking around, already telling Elijah, I have already instructed her. She just don't know it yet. That's what I'm, I'm getting ready to show you. As he arrived at the gates of the village, he saw a widow gathering some sticks. And he asked her, would you please bring me a little water in the cup? As she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Hey, bring me a bite of bread, too. But she said, I swear by the Lord your God that I don't have a single piece of bread in the house. <laughs> that said, she's pretty poor, wasn't she? <laughs> Not a piece of bread in the house. And I have only a handful of flour. Boy, that ain't much, is it? <laughs> I have only a handful of flour left in the jar and a little cooking oil in the bottom. I know she didn't say it, God, it she said in the bottom of the jug. Amen. Mean just a little bit laying down in the bottom of that jug. I'm going to forgive you now. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook the last meal, and then my son and I will die. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Now, it's easy for somebody to say amen, a stranger that walks up into your situation or into your life, and they don't have a clue what you're going through. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know where you're going. They don't know your finances. They don't know what you're, you're facing, amen. But this little woman is looking at this man of God who don't have a clue who he is. He said, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just what you said. <coughs> but make a little bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. There will always be flour and olive oil left in your container. Until the time when the Lord sends rain 
and grow, <coughs> and the crops grow again. Now I want you to know this morning we're going elsewhere, but right now I want you to think, Amen. That as this little widow, Amen, got up that morning and she began to look down into that barrel, Amen, and all she saw was just a little handful of flour. I believe, amen, that she began to get this wrath and, 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 and troubled and bothered, amen. Uh, but Larry, what she didn't know, amen, uh, and that she was looking in the bottom uh, of her barrel, uh, but she was looking in the top uh, of God's, amen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you saying? Uh, yeah. Her human eye cannot see uh, uh, what's beneath the barrel, amen. Uh, uh, what we think is only a little bit, uh, uh, what we think is, uh, is the whole end of it is just the beginning, amen, of what God is getting ready to do for us. I want you to know the Bible says if you go on and read in this story of what little bit she looked in the bottom of that old can that she could just see a little bit was just the top of an old well of the God, amen, that we serve. What are you saying? Let me tell you something and you better understand something about God. God don't work in your ways and my ways God works in His way and it is impossible for you and I to be able to see with God's eye and feel with God's heart what are you saying He is a God that speaks things into existence Amen He don't have to form it He don't have to make it He's just got to speak it what are you saying don't doubt my God don't look at God like you look at me don't try to measure God up by what you can see or feel with your hands the Bible says amen there was a man by the name of Gideon who was going down to fight the Midianites and the Bible says that you follow this story and look down into it that, uh, that Gideon amen began to slip down there one night and began to look and survey of all this Midianite army. And he said, Amen, there were so many camels that it was like the sand on the seashore. Amen, there was like the grains of sand. He said he couldn't even count them. There were so many of them, Amen. But the Bible says that God told him, Amen, he had 32 thousand men and God said you've got too many and listen in Gideon's eyes and Gideon was looking and scratching his head too many you mean I don't have enough God God said no you've got too many amen I don't want that many to go down because if they do happen to so happen to win the battle the Israelites are going to think that they've done it and that they accomplished it what are you saying preacher I want you to know that in your life you need to understand God don't want you to figure it out. God don't want you to get it done. He wants to do it. Amen. He wants to figure it out for you. He wants to get the glory. He wants to get the credit for what is going to happen good in your life today. Gideon's begin. Amen. To stand there and talk with God and God said, this is what I want you to start out with. I want you to go out and stand before those 32,000 men of yours and to say, if any of you are afraid of what's getting ready to happen, if any of you's hearts are failing, if any of you scared, I want you to go home right now. Go ahead and go back to your families. Leave the army. And the Bible says out of 32,000 of them, 22,000 of them 
walked away, amen, went back. I could see God with his arms folded, winking and said, that's right. You boys just go on back home, amen. And the Bible says that Gideon was standing there looking at a thousand of them and wondering, I could figure that Gideon was probably like me and you. Lord, have mercy. How in the world am I going to take a thousand men and win this battle that is before me, amen. But God wasn't done with him, amen. And God said, listen, I want you to take them down to the brook, come to the water, and I want you to let them drink, amen. And I'm going to pick out who's going and who ain't. He said, those, amen, as they get down and bend down on their knees and suck the water, amen. He said, there'll be some that will lap it like a dog out of their hand, amen. And the Bible says that Gideon was standing there watching them, and only 300 of them was the 300 that God chose. Well, I don't know about you, they don't make much sense to me. How you dwindle an army down from 32,000 to 300 and then tell everybody, I'm going to win this battle. What are you saying today? Amen. Quit trying to figure out how God's going to do it in your life and just start praising Him that He's going to do it. Amen. Just start giving Him thanks. Amen. That He's going to do it. Amen. And the Bible says that Gideon went down. Amen. Oh, let me show you how about the humor of God. Amen. Listen, the Bible says that as Gideon went down and he began to slip into the dark and he eased into the camp, he overheard two soldiers sitting there talking about and one of them began to explain a dream. He said, listen, I had a crazy dream. And I don't know how what it meant. But he said, I saw a big loaf of bread come rolling down a hill. And he said, he took one of our tents and just smashed it flat. Well, I don't know about you. But listen, that, that don't make no sense at all. Amen. But the other one said, I can only figure that that means God is going to be on Gideon's side. And he's going to destroy our camp. Gideon was sitting back listening, amen. And when he did, the Holy Ghost spoke to him and raised up in him and told him, said, what I want you to do, Gideon, I want you to go get you some clay pots and I want you, amen, to get you a torch. What's a torch, preacher? A flashlight, amen. And he said, I want you to go get you a torch and a clay pot. We're going to win this battle. I believe, amen, they stood there and Gideon probably we thought, God, how am I going to win a battle with a flashlight and a clay pot? God said, I'm going to do a battle with you. Amen. And let me tell you something. And that is impossible with the God that I serve. Amen. Bible says, as Gideon took 100 of them, he divided them up in three groups. And I can believe I can see those soldiers <laughs> standing there with a little old lantern in their hand and a clay pot. Three hundred of them probably thought all this is is suicide. We're getting ready to commit suicide, Gideon. Are you sure you know what you're doing? Amen. Are you sure? How many of you know sometimes it just pays off? to listen to the man of God. Amen. Uh, not to look at the circumstances. Uh, not to look at the, the situation around you. But just listen to what thus saith the Word of God through His man. Amen. Gideon said, listen. You just do what I tell you to do. Each one of you has got a horn. 
when I want you to blow it, he said, we're going to start blowing the hundred in my pack, and when we do, we're going to break every clay jars. And he said, well, listen, I want you to surround, amen. We're going to surround the camp. Bless the Lord. I want you to know that when they begin to break them clay pots, the Midianites looked into the hillside and began to panic because they thought it was chariot wheels, amen, coming up. And the Bible says, amen, uh, that they saw them little old torches, those flashlights coming in the after midnight hour, amen. And the Bible says they panicked uh, and began to kill one another in that camp. Uh, and, hey, uh, their little infant life didn't have to draw the first sword. Uh, God was doing the fighting, amen. He caused, uh, how many of you know that he'll cause your enemy uh, to kill his own self, amen. What are you talking about? Hey, there is no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, God said. What are you saying today? If you'll put your faith in Him and not in you and your preacher and your church, but you'll believe what God says, He'll bring it to pass. Amen. Amen. Woo! Amen. I can't see this. Preacher, I don't understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that God's ways are so much higher than their way Amen. that even if He showed you, you still couldn't understand. That's right. That's right. He's a way maker. Amen. He speaks things. The Bible says the paths of the righteous, the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. Amen. Teresa, hurry quickly. Give me that verse. Amen. Uh, Jeremiah. What does he know? I know the plans I have for you. Well, preacher, how do I know what my plans are? It's in this word. Amen. Search this word and see what his plans is for you. It's all good. Amen. It's not bad. But, well, preacher, but I believe there is bad pain. Well, if it is, it'll all work for your good. Amen. And you say, preacher, I don't know how that happened. I don't either. And when I saw it that day and the Holy Ghost was showing it to me in the Word, I stood there and shook my head. I said, God, I don't understand. How can the bad things work out for the best for me? How? He said, just believe my Word and trust me and take what I say. Gideon standing there looking at the situation. Hmm, clay pots. What are we going to do? God hit him in the head with them? <laughs> now, how in the world is that old ram horn? How in the world is that bus blowing that going to do anything? Let me tell you something when that medium, that's your 300 horns blowing. In their minds, if that's just the horn blowers, what's behind them? Amen. You don't have to understand, God. I still don't. I still can't figure out amazing grace, but I ain't dying lost. Right. I just want to accept it. I'm like the old boy talking about the cow. He said, I don't understand how a black cow eats green grass and gives white milk. I don't understand that. He said, well, I'm not going to keep eating milk. I'm going to keep eating milk. I'm going to lie. I don't have to understand it. Well, that's the way I am with God. I don't have to understand Him. I just have to accept Him. Accept His Word is what it says. Amen.
you only knew. Lord have mercy. How much treasure is written in that book? For you. Amen. You wouldn't go to sleep. You know what you'd do? You'd, you'd rather let old big TV out on the porch. <laughs> Trash hole, you, you robbed me. You took me of my time, amen? Sitting over the remote in your hand. The devil just sucking the life out of you when you could be in the volume of his book looking at the joy and seeing my uncle bless his little heart. He was poor as a jumpster. Never even had a bathroom in his house. My uncle said, Uncle Bill, the family and I, we're going to be together and buy a new TV. He said, Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> they said, Uncle Bill, it ain't going to cost you nothing. You put an antenna up. He's tight, brother. He said, no, you're not. They said, why? Everybody's got them now. This is the 21st century. Everybody's got a television. He said, I don't want one. He said, but Bill, you'll know what's going on out in the world, in the mid, in the news. He said, I don't want to know. He said, why don't you want a TV? He said, I don't want to stand and stare at that blue-eyed cat. <laughs> we all laughed. thought it was comical. Then I heard Sister Diane Stanton at New Beginnings one night, one morning over there teaching Sunday school. Now, you take this with a little drink of water, it'll go down. Okay? If that television ain't an idol in our room, then why is all of our church pointing toward it? Huh? Why do we all get in a fight over what we're going to watch? What are you saying to that preacher? I'm telling you that if we will get into the covenants of God and see what He has a covenant made with us and what is ours and what, you know. Yeah. When Gideon went down there and all these Midianites laying on the ground, I could see them little Israelites all in there going, What happened? Well, we never hit the first one of them. Well, what happened? And then, can you imagine when they went back home and the uh, 22,000 whose hearts were fell said, you done what? Where'd y'all get that gold? Where'd you get that new clothing? Hey, where'd you get that stuff? We took it from the media. How many of you were there? 300. 300. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that if you'll believe in the great I am that I am and trust in Him and not your mind and not your finances and not to amen what you have and what you possess and what you can deal with and work with, if you just trust in what He has, you can come to church and dance. You can come to church and shout. You can come to church and fight with that and about who's going to teach Sunday school. Mm. <laughs> I've got a hold of something. <coughs> Try to come right now. I dare you. <laughs> Try to come and take Larry's Wednesday night away from me. Come and try to take it from me. Amen. Poor old Darren. Bless his heart. He tries to teach. 
but he can't eat for preaching anymore. Larry told me the other night, I thought, he said, don't you think Darren's preaching? I said, sure, I think he is. <laughs> you just don't know what he is. <laughs> <laughs> I love God, don't you? Yeah. Oh, he has a way of doing things. He confines the wise, do you know that? He, he don't let them see the things. How simple he is and what he can do. Amen. That little widow. I can see her, amen. Looking in that flower barrel. Surely this is all of it. <coughs> <coughs> Listen, listen to the story. He said, I'm not asking you for all of it. 